Welcome to the Everlytic Bites Tips and Tricks podcast, where we share practical tidbits you can use today to get maximum business results from your marketing and business communication efforts. We're so pleased to have Elizabeth DeStadler from Novation Consulting back with us again to chat about the 10 things marketers can do right now to get ready for Papia. Welcome back. Thank you. As we all know, Papia is coming and we only have a few months left to comply. Mm. What are the 10 things marketers should do right now to prepare? The 10 marketing commandments. I think (laughs) before I start with the 10 things, there's an overarching thing that is incredibly important and that is to stop panicking. I read mm. some I read some interesting research uh, not too long ago that said, well, when people are in a hot state, which is the case, where they're either they're panicking or they're very, very excited, they become 20 IQ points stupider. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I don't have 20 IQ points to lose. Um, so I think it's very important not to panic. It's very important to understand that the information regulator is just setting up the office. And, and so I don't think there's going to be like fines on the 1st of July, 2021. So it's uh, worth, yeah, it's it's worth taking your time and doing it properly. So I think very importantly, the first one, as I put it, you know, in the past, you know, identify the poor schmuck who's going to be responsible for puppy compliance in your marketing department. It's very important to get a marketing voice onto your puppy team, you know, who will look at the whole organization because marketing has got unique needs and it is possible. Mm to be both poppy compliant and an effective marketer. In fact, those two things often go hand in hand. So make sure that there's someone in the marketing department who takes responsibility and um, runs with your poppy initiative from a marketing perspective. Okay. So that's that's the first one. Yeah. Second one is find out where you got your database. Sounds weird. Many organizations don't know, uh, you know, where they got the data. It might be data that they've had for a very long time. Um, and Poppy requires that you, you keep records of, of where information came from and that you're able to answer questions, you know, of people to your market, like, where did you get my information? Mm. So doing that kind of sort of mapping exercise is very important. Yeah, so it's not just important to understand where you got it from, but to actually document it and make sure everyone knows. Yes, exactly. I mean, if you think about, and, and we're going to get to it just now, you know, what you need to train your call center on, it's quite a big part of Poppy Compliance is being able to answer questions. And a yeah. lot of organizations get into trouble because data subjects, as we call, you know, individuals whose information we have, you know, the data subjects have questions and often organizations get fined for not answering those questions. Mm. Either because they don't want to, but more often than not, in my experience, because they don't have the answers. So it's good to prepare for that. The most important decision probably that you're going to make from a strategic perspective is what to do with your existing base. Don't just blindly reconsent it. Um, so what I mean by that is people who you've been marketing to for years now, don't just send them all an email and, and ask them for their consent now just because Poppy's coming in. Um, Poppy's got provisions that is aimed at at making that um, slightly easier on marketers um, and you don't always have to repermission the whole base. So, you know, it's important to, to get your ducks in a row and make the right decision there. And I think that is a misunderstanding because everyone yeah. is advising marketers to just reconsent the entire database and you could lose a massive percentage of it. I've been doing this for more than a decade now. We can talk, we can have a whole podcast on how that is possible. But <laughs> Next one. <laughs> I, I've never advised a client to do a repermissioning campaign or at least do a complete repermissioning campaign. It's worth taking your time and doing the analysis and figuring out, um, you know, whether you can take a differentiated approach, whether you can take a slight risk, um, you know, and just change the sort of angle of that campaign slightly to where if you don't want to continue to hear from us, you know, let us know and we'll stop. 
There's a yeah. big difference. And when I say big, I mean like you can lose like 90% of your base in a repermissioning campaign. Mm. And that would cripple business. Exactly. And the sad thing is like of that 90%, probably 80% of those people still want your marketing. Yeah. It's not that they, that they don't want it. They just for some reason didn't click consent. Right. So that would be a pity. Yeah. So I think that, that that is probably the most important decision. Look at your sign-up process um, for newsletters or for marketing. Make sure that you are being very clear and that it's in plain language and people understand what marketing they're going to get through which channel. If you manage their expectations, they don't complain. You know, we've just seen bad notifications all over the place um, lately where they create a lot of stress and panic and consternation when actually it wasn't necessary at all. So focusing just on communicating clearly um, is very important. You can have a cool privacy notice. It doesn't have to be this sort of legalistic, you know, boring um, document. So people actually read it? Yeah, read it, watch it, listen to it. Like, don't think just in terms of a document even. We've seen animated videos. We've seen infographics. Uh, we've seen chatbot FAQ style privacy notices that work fantastically well. So just do a bit of research. Uh, there's lots of cool stuff out there that you that you can um, imitate or, you know, we're talking to creatives. Be creative. There's just be different. Yeah. yeah. And just, you know, keep the lawyers in their corner. They make everything very, <laughs> very boring. I can say that, of course, because I'm one. You're different. Oh. Uh, audit your unsubscribe process, please. The thing that will get you in hot water the fastest is communicating with someone who's already said they don't want to hear from you. Um, so that's why that's number seven and number eight <laughs> on my top ten things to do. Audit it. Audit it again. Make sure that, you know, if you are using all kinds of tools and technology in order to manage your master list, that the people who use it understand it, um, understand how to process unsubscribes and how not to accidentally undo them. It happens yeah. all the time. And that kind of silly mistake can get you into really, really hot water. I've definitely seen you can unsubscribe from an email, but you're on 10 different databases. Yes. So you think you've unsubscribed, but you haven't. You can never leave. Yeah. <laughs> One of the first things that I do when we have a new client is to subscribe to their newsletter. And, you know, it doesn't matter what platform they're using. I can't tell you how often I see that they recreate, they create a new campaign for each newsletter, which means that mm. they have a master's for each newsletter, which means those unsubscribes are not going anywhere. Yeah. When I unsubscribe, people should pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, that's big, just big a silly emails. mistake. That's just yeah. someone who, who hasn't been trained on, on how the tool works. And Absolutely. on master data management, which is really important. Yeah. Train your customer service team. Train your marketing team. People don't make mistakes because they're stupid, uh, although lawyers like to think that way. Um, it, it's <laughs> simply not the case. Most people come to work or come to their virtual office uh, with the, the goal of doing a good job. And mostly yeah. when they make mistakes, it's just because they didn't know. So training is very, very, very important um, on copy. In particular, um, it's not just an IT problem. It's not a legal problem. It's not a compliance problem. It's just a people problem. And, and more often than not, breaches happen through good old human error. Think about your information security. Don't leave it lying around. Um, information security and data breaches are a massive source of risk. And then lastly, just write down all of the decisions and the rules that you make, whether it is in a guideline or a policy or a procedure or a whatever. I don't care what you call it. But just know that any decision that you make in the coming six months, you might be asked to justify. And it would be good if you 
you know, in the years to come, remember and have a document that explains why you made certain decisions. Poppy is about reasonableness. It's about reasonableness. So it's about showing that you did what was reasonable in the circumstances and for you to defend yourself, you need a record of what you did and why. So I think that that sounds dull, but it's very important to... You know, maybe you leave your role and someone else takes it over, then they've yes. got that process and they've got all of the information that they need. So it is Knowledge really management. important. Yeah. Absolutely. And business <laughs> communication. Yeah. Yes. One hundred percent. A lot of this is just good business. I mean, I think everything on that top ten is stuff that marketers should be doing in any event. So as, as I said, you know, Poppy's a bit like one of those really unflattering mirrors. Yes. So I'm excited about Poppy. Yeah. So marketers shouldn't be worried, is what you're saying. No, they should be worried. I don't believe in, you know, let's not have a false sort of sense of comfort. Um you can get into serious trouble. Uh, but let's not panic either. Let's take it seriously. Um, but let's see, let's make sure that we also don't think of it just in terms of risk, but also in terms of opportunities just to improve our marketing, which I think is entirely possible. Great tips. Thank you so much once again for joining us. It's been amazing. Thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Listeners can catch Elizabeth on our Expert Chats podcast, Cutting Through the Papilla Noise. Alternatively, we collaborated with Elizabeth on a free marketing guide last year. To download it, visit www.evalytic.coza and go to our Marketing Guides page. It's called 2020 Papilla Guide, How to Comply Without Killing Your List. Until next time. You've been listening to another production from Solid Gold Podcasts.